Hello, welcome to the Living Open podcast for mystics and seekers. My name is Erin, I'm your host, and I'm a Philly-based healing artist. Today's episode is the Aquarius Season Medicine episode of the podcast. If you're new to the show, every season I do one of these episodes where I just talk a little bit about the astrological season and share a collective tarot reading for us to yeah, sort of feel into the invitations of the season, the energy that is present. And as with everything, please take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't. This is a collective reading, so um, I think of it as like broad strokes, you know, Uh, broad strokes that we're all experiencing, things that we might all be feeling into, um, but obviously it's not unique to every person uh, who is listening. So with that being said, I'm not going to talk a ton about Aquarius season. I just want to share a little bit about what Aquarius energy brings forward for me. There are tons of amazing astrologers on Instagram, uh, many of whom I've interviewed on this podcast, (laughs) who have much more, I think, profound and important things to say about Aquarius energy from an astrological perspective than I do. But what I will say is Aquarius season evokes for me kind of violets and deep purples and teals and turquoises, this sort of futuristic energy, the star card, the water bearer, uh, thinking about what we are pouring forth from our vessel, from our hearts, from our bodies. It brings forward feeling into belonging and where we feel lack of belonging in our lives, how we have been shaped by belonging and desire to belong and experiences of not belonging, groups and friendships and the ways we are in relationship, rebirth and birthing a new world, innovating, creating, creating newness. Yeah, so those are just a few things, and I'll also just add Aquarius is an air sign. It's our fixed air sign, Um, so that brings in a flavor to this season as well, and as you'll see when I get into the reading, we have a lot of swords cards present today, which are the suit of air in my practice in the tarot. So actually one more thing before I get into the reading. (laughs) Every month with these episodes, I also make a astrological season breathwork playlist. So you can access the free Aquarius season breathwork playlist and a little intro to breathwork video if you're new to the breathwork at the link in the description as well. If you'd like to breathe into these themes and sort of connect with Aquarius energy in a more embodied way, that's available for you as well. And of course you can do that in many ways, but this is one way, (laughs) a way that I'm able to support you in easily here. So before we get into the tarot reading, I actually wanted to do something a little bit different today and do a little poem oracle. So many of you probably know I love poetry, I write poetry, and as I was reading, finishing reading actually this book, this poetry book this morning, I thought it might be nice to do a little poetry 
divination today as well with this book. So um, in my opinion, you can really let anything be an oracle. And so books can be that as well. And so really, I just, after I drew our tarot cards, I just sat with the same intention, you know, a collective um, message for us for Aquarius season, what we need to know, and just flip through the pages, um, not looking at them, so I didn't choose this consciously, um, just flip through the pages until it felt right, just like I would shuffling tarot cards, and came to a poem. So I'm going to read that poem to you, and it's from the book Ordinary Time by Nikki Mayo. It's a gorgeous, incredible book, <laughs> um, especially if you are an ex-evangelical or ex-religious person, queer person, Nikki is as well, and the poems touch on those themes. It's a really beautiful book. So the poem that I came to for us is Houseplants, and again, this is by Nikki Mayo. The shame shows up in weird ways. I have let houseplants, more than one, die because to water them after a week of forgetting felt worse than ignoring them and feeling nothing. My daughter learns that bacon is pig and pushes her plate away. Three days later, she eats her whole breakfast again and says nothing. How many withered corpses are stacked on your patio? It's amazing what we can kill with our backs turned. I'm not gonna say anything about the poem uh, but yeah that feels really powerful to me and if you are someone who doesn't often read poetry or feels like poetry is not super accessible to you which i totally understand what i always say is it doesn't matter what the poem means it matters what it means to you and how it makes you feel um, so those can be the messages for you how that made you feel could be the message um, as with the tarot as with anything in my opinion um, there's no right or wrong when it comes to poetry um, yeah and what that means to you so our tarot reading our invitation of the season is Ace of Wands. What came forward right away when I pulled this card is ideas. This card is such a card of engaging the mind and I'm just picturing right now kind of like a um, cloud whirling around like a brainstorm cloud like ideas flying everywhere this feels like an invitation for us to open to receive ideas to dream big to be bold in the sense of not practicaling ourselves out of ideas we might receive there is of course a time to feel into what's actually doable for us when it comes to ideas we have or how we can make things happen or what are the steps to get there those kinds of things are really important for actually birthing something bringing it to fruition right but this is not the season for that this is the season for feeling into the big bold wild idea the idea that is seducing you the idea that's pouring through you this is about opening and channeling and letting it be leaning more into the elements that are outside of what is practical and logical and sensical um, allowing these things to come forward for you and trusting that there will be a time to figure out the details this is not the season for getting mired down with the details it's the season for the dream 
This could also be a time for you to learn something new. The aces are all the beginnings of this suit, right? And air can be so much about learning. Um, and so if there's something that is speaking to you or has been calling to you for a while that you're wanting to learn, this would be the season for that. Um, you could, I mean, I'll just give some examples from my own life, one of which is I've decided I really want to become fluent in Spanish, something I studied in school for five years and traveled to South America and spoke a bit, but I'm not fluent at all and need a big refresher and need a lot of learning around that. And at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to become fluent in Spanish this year. I am going to learn Spanish. I don't know if it's actually going to happen this year, but I have been studying Spanish every day. So that's just one example. What could be something that you are wanting to learn and engage with and can you make some space for that this season um, and this is such a practice right of following your curiosity this isn't like learn something because learn something because of an outcome you think it will give you learn something that you feel like you want to be engaged in the process of learning <laughs> So learning something for the experience of the learning and not for the perceived outcome. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> um, but that feels very Aquarian to me as well. What would it feel delightful to be in relationship with? And can you move into that? And so along with this, you might ask yourself, how am I holding space for receiving ideas and dreaming in my life or am i at all and how can i hold more space for that what does that look like what conditions in my life help me feel supported in dreaming what things make me feel creative make me feel inspired give me ideas could be really simple like taking a walk that's a big one for me taking walks i always get new ideas on walks so could you just try and take a little bit or take a few more walks whatever it is for you um but how are you consciously opening to engage with the muse that some people might call or if you've read big magic elizabeth gilbert loves to talk about this the muse how are you engaging with the muse and holding space for creative spirit to feed you dreams and ideas and what to release this season what we are in process of releasing i have the three of swords so working with releasing self-betrayal self-abandonment which is a huge, huge topic, a huge learning, a huge healing. So just to be clear, anything that comes up in this reading isn't like, oh, this is going to be necessarily completed and packaged up and checked off on your list by the end of the season. These are things that are coming forward, um, but as I'm sure you all know, the work of healing um, and all of this work of engaging engaging with the, the mystical beyond what's known is non-linear so just to say that and when we think about releasing self-betrayal releasing self-abandonment that probably is a practice that starts just with some awareness as most things do right you might spend some time reflecting on 
how it looks for you to betray yourself, to abandon yourself, what are patterns that you hold, patterns you may have repeated throughout your life, maybe throughout lifetimes around abandoning yourself, Um, what causes you to abandon yourself, what are you willing to abandon yourself for, what have you shown that you're willing to abandon yourself for, receiving love, having more power, what is it for you? Um, and starting to notice that, starting to see where that shows up in your life and yeah, beginning the work of trying not to abandon yourself, trying not to betray your own trust, to betray your own heart, your own needs, your own desires. And how does this play into what's the connection here between the ways that you allow yourself to dream, what you allow yourself to vision having, what you allow yourself to create and imagine and birth in the world with this ace of swords that we talked about. And working with the energies of this cycle, this season for your greatest healing good, I've got the four of swords. A beautiful, beautiful card (laughs) that invites us to really rest and restore and to consider what is it that is restful, that is restorative for us. Something that I started feeling into when I started working with a naturopath, I guess two years ago now or in 2019, um, around burnout and hormones and my, yeah, cycle just being really, really off was the idea of what does rest actually look like for me. Of course, there is the obvious of sleeping. Yes, rest is can be sleep, of course, but what are other things that feel restful for you, that feel restorative for your mind, body, soul? Maybe making a list of those things if you are a Virgo type. <laughs> um, which I am Virgo rising. I love to make lists um, that you can turn to when you feel you need it. So just some examples of things that might feel restful or restorative, things that feel restful and restorative for me beyond um, obviously sleeping, stretching out over a yoga bolster and just like heart opening sort of pose (laughs) just like laying back over a bolster and listening to some music or listening to a podcast that is not at all related to my work um taking walks gentle stretching or restorative yoga practice um sometimes i'll lay in the middle of the day on the couch and i don't have time to like take a nap or go to sleep but i'll just set a timer for 10 minutes and let myself sort of daydream, drift, close my eyes, and just let my mind rest and wander and do whatever it needs to do in this time that I have between things that I'm doing. Um, Eating comforting, nourishing food, things like that. Those are just some of my examples to inspire. Yours might be very different, and that's all good. but knowing that working with the four of swords creating space for your own rest for your own restoration is in support of the work of the ace of swords of the work of the three of swords maybe burnout is one way that you abandon yourself maybe not allowing yourself any space for rest or 
feeling restored or letting your mind take a break from social media and technology and all of the stuff that is sort of crowding our minds all the time is not supporting your ability to dream and imagine and open to receive and channel ideas. So whatever it is that feels restful and restorative for you, of course, within the confines of capitalism and your unique situation, we are all different and we all have different abilities to rest, unfortunately, in this world. Um, But seeing what you can do with where you are and with what you have to support your dreaming and imagining, to support your uh, moving out of abandoning self, and self-care for the season an act of care is the four of cups and so everything about these cards i've got three of the fours in front of me (laughs) but everything about these cards is really speaking to this season being the time for um, being with and for being not the time for acting on things that we're feeling into or receiving this season being a time for awareness noticing receiving more so than it is a time for like active creation or taking making a 10-step action plan and taking those steps you know there like i said there are yeah seasons for everything and we flow through everything and you know if that doesn't resonate for you and you're really feeling called to move go for that of course Um, but the cards are really speaking to creating a container for being and the things that can open up for us within that container and so four of cups being a card of deep check in with self it's the card that asks us to before we make a decision before we decide what we're gonna do before we take the leap to really sit with ourselves and consider and ask is this what I want? Is this right for my heart, my body? What are different parts of me um, offering up, speaking? How can I check in with myself deeply so that I can feel as good as possible, as comfortable as possible with what I'm moving forward into? It's checking in with intuition and moving with your own timeline, not capitalist timelines, not timelines that are outside of the timeline of your own heart, your own body, your own mind, and what you need. And everyone's timeline is different, right? So Four of Cups is teaching us how to check in and be in alignment with that timeline, the timeline that nourishes you. And what is this work bringing us forward into I half spoiled it with saying there are three fours cards, but um, it's the four of wands. So this work bringing us into deeper connection to the beauty of life that is all around us, into more pleasure, into more aliveness, and into really the savoring and experiencing of life, of pleasure, of beauty. The force, again, being a container for being. And so what does it mean to be with sensation, to be with beauty, to be with pleasure? It can open up so much for us. It can open up aliveness. And this is something that can be available to us in each moment, right? It's not something we have to wait for. There's nothing specific we have to There's nothing specific we have to do or go do or somewhere we have to be to be with the beauty that's here, to be with the pleasure that's available to us in each moment. And it's not that we are going to 
you know, start accessing pleasure in every single moment. That's not life, right? Life is, you know, flowing between all states. Um, but it does feel like having more access to presence with pleasure, to presence with beauty, to presence with our lives and the moments that create lives that feel nourishing for us, that feel like, that feel like when we die, we have really lived. That's what this season is bringing us into. So those are the cards that I have for you. Um, this reading actually feels really supportive for me, <laughs> so I hope it does for you as well. And I'm going to share a couple of the just lunar dates if you work with the phases of the moon as I tend to or you just want to know what they are. I'll share those dates now as well. We are almost a week into Aquarius season. The season began on January 19th. And then our first major moon phase of the season was on January 20th. We had a first quarter moon in Taurus. We are waxing into the full moon in Leo now. The full moon is on the 28th. On the 4th of February, we move into our last quarter moon and then into the dark moon around the 9th, 10th of February before our new moon in Aquarius on February 11th, our first quarter moon in Gemini on February 19th, and then February 20th, we step into Pisces season, aka the sun moves into Pisces, starts transiting through that sign. So I hope that you have the Aquarius season that you need. I hope it's nourishing on every level. And do check out the Aquarius breathwork playlist and video if you want. I also will link to Ordinary Time, the poetry book that I read from. Um, and on February 1st, I'm holding an in-bulk breathwork ceremony for some inner fire tending in community with grounding and sharing and breathwork and a ritual, so you can come check that out as well if that sounds good to you. All those links will be in the description, and I'll be back on Monday with another interview, so stay tuned for that. You can subscribe if you haven't, and stay in touch on Instagram at E-R-Y-N-J underscore or Patreon until then.